Hey, that's a cool uh, sleeveless shirt you've got there. I almost My... wore, dude, I almost wore that tonight. God damn, I should have fucking wore it, man. I was in my closet, and I, like, went to grab it, and I was just like, no, because I'm actually going out, like, I'm actually going out, like, I don't want to wear it out in public. <laughs> um, So I chose a different shirt. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have uh, not received my my gear for winning last year. Oh, yeah. you did win last year? I tied, yeah. So, oh. Uh, did, you... did he say he was going to get you some? Yeah, just recently. He's like, yeah. Did I ever send it? And I'm like, no. Nah. And he's like, oh, well, let me get that to you. And I'm like, okay. Are you getting a tank top? I'm getting a shirt. Whether it's a tank top or not, I don't know. Can we ask him to make you a tank top? Mm. Would you wear it? No. I'll wear mine. Not. I'll wear mine if you wear yours. Because then we'll have like competing years. People yeah. will be like, oh, what is this contest? Especially if only, we all three get to be together again. Yeah, dude. Only the best of us get to wear it. Yeah, the beer fest this year is going to be pretty tame. It's uh, Derek's got something going on. Joe's a maybe. Barat's a maybe. When is it? It, wasn't it, it usually was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's moved uh, from the uh, the summer to fall. It's like September Which 24th. Is- that's probably a great. good thing. It was yeah. absolutely fantastic last year yeah. when it was not 800 degrees out there. Right. Dude, fall weather and beer drinking? Mm, sign mm-hmm. me up. Yeah. I think, hey, um, um, we're going to have to do enter- some. Go ahead. No, no, really, you go. Oh, I was going to say, we're going to have okay, to do a so this has thing. been very... What, <laughs> wait, In no, Asheville. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I had to do that, Sam. Uh, mm. This was entertaining, so this is going to be our intro. This is Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode 162. Nailed it. <laughs> we have Santa Fan with us tonight. I have been drinking... And Rob is here. We're trying to convince him to cut his sleeves off. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you guys won't be able to see it, and there's a visual bit. Oh, anyways. I can see it. But it's uh, like a tan arm, and then fucking like Greenland up on your shoulder. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> you can see this line of uh, tan yeah. here. That's a little off-colored. Yeah. I wore a shirt that was a little bit short to uh, to my light therapy one day, and. It ended up burning my arm so badly that it like left this mark. And this was like six weeks ago that this happened. So oh, wow. I have like this near permanent scar on my arm from getting burned so badly by the uh, <laughs> by the light therapy booth. It was rather oh. hilarious in the grand That's scheme not- of things. Uh, eh. Maybe this light therapy thing is not actually therapy, and instead they're just slowly giving you cancer. Yeah. Uh, it's possible, but on the other <laughs> hand, um, it is absolutely fantastic for my, my psoriasis. My shins look so amazing. I wore shorts to the gym for the first time ever, just, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. I did deadlifts for the first time ever with shorts and I, my shin didn't explode. Um, it, uh, it may not be great for me, but it is absolutely fantastic for my skin in the spots where the psoriasis is out of control. That's, so, dude, that's a really yeah. big deal, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. that's awesome. So, yes, it's not perfect, but goddamn, is it nice to be able to like go out there in the world and rock the shorts and not feel self conscious about it? Right. Well, do you remember like um, 
at the beginning of, of April when I started training with H, that first yeah. ride that we did, I forgot sunscreen. <laughs> I had I had a tan line from my bike bibs on my legs for a good month and a half. Oof. Like, because the tops of them, like, right above the knee got burned, and then the rest was white. So, like, I just had a solid, like, above the knee tan line. Very nice. Mm-hmm. The good news is I don't have to wear sunscreen, basically, on my legs or on my upper arms now, because or my lower arms, because the I'm so tan from the light therapy that it doesn't actually burn anymore. But uh, Nice. So you say. We'll I am. See tasty as all hell underneath the uh <laughs> everywhere else and if i forget to do it i get burned like nobody's business <laughs> yeah dan do uh-huh. you put sunscreen on your legs no um i only do i do like right here and then yeah. on the tops of my shoulders and that's it yeah right right here everyone was his nose he oh, yeah. kind of like my- rub that space be- <laughs> under his eyes by his <laughs> it's been a hot minute since i've podcasted so you know. yeah no is um, a visual media medium yeah. by no means are we experts <laughs> i was just trying to help them because it popped into oh, my yes. mind. i just um, forgot dude my light my legs will burn obviously because they did this year but uh normally like i don't have to sunscreen them i think biking is mm. maybe different because you're you're like up and down more, you know, less yeah. shaded. Your uh, your knees and your quads are a little bit more uh, parallel to the ground. Yeah, more often. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. I guess maybe if like you had a hobby where you were like sitting in a chair position a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know, like just horse. You were like a professional horse dancer, like for kung fu. You're horse not a dancer? professional horse dancer. No, no, no. <laughs> Horse stance, not oh. horse dance. I, I thought you were talking about like <laughs> Mitt Romney's Olympic uh, dreams with his little fancy horse that he had. Mm. Or dressage. Dressage is, in fact, All the right. name of horse dancing. Oh. Yeah. So here's the question, guys. You're a professional okay. horse dancer. Would you rather be sitting on top of the horse while the horse is dancing or have a horse-sized human that you like human dance with? You know, like slow dance. Probably sitting which, on the horse. You're professional. Which one would you rather or, be? Or both. A horse-sized no, human no. that is also a horse that is dancing. That you sit on? <laughs> yeah. Yep. By a lot so of like a, horse. A, a centaur where the to- the human part is turned around. So you can sit on it and human. dance at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is foolproof. This yeah. this. This goes against all the laws, guys. All right. Well, then I, you know what? I'm just, I'm starting with questions since, uh, <laughs> since we broke my question. Um, Xanafan, 7 11. Yes. What is your spirit animal? Oh, easy. It's a wolf. And you know how I know this? Because you look like a wolf. Well, maybe Ben also calls me <laughs> Steve the wolf often. But no, when I was in college, I had this friend, Nathan. Okay who bought a uh, Mario mushroom off the internet. Yes, red cap, white dots, the whole shebang. And he ate said mushroom and was supposedly tripping for a whole month straight. And while he was tripping on said mushroom, he uh, informed me that I had both a purple aura and a wolf spirit aura, or spirit animal. So I can see wolf. You really have that that wolf (laughs) vibe to you, dude. Like it's more... I feel like it's more like um, 
it's more like uh like uh i don't want to say romanian uh like more transylvania style like than because you have like um hispanic roots right yeah also transylvania county is one county over well it feels like more (laughs) like uh eastern european yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah I got you. We thought my whole life that there was uh, a bunch of German in me too, but apparently that just wasn't true. My grandma lied no. to us for 60 years. So. The pastor was you, Irish. <laughs> really? No, nothing. Nope. Someone listening heard that joke. Yeah, I did, not, I did not hear it. <laughs> just straight missed it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rob, what is, your, what is your spirit animal? Uh, I got to imagine it's a bear of some sort. Oh, I could bear. like a like a like a Winnie the Pooh, but the horror movie. Right. Correct. Okay. Mm, yeah. Was that blood and honey? Only... <laughs> All of those uh, <laughs> memes you see of like Winnie the Pooh uh, going feral and just murdering Christopher Robin. Yeah. You've seen you've you know what I'm talking about when I say the horror movie, right? Yeah, Blood and Honey. Do you, Rob, do you know what's going on here? I have not ever seen the movie so, Blood and Honey. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is no longer a registered trademark. Ah, uh, yes, I heard that. So they are making an actual horror movie with Winnie the Pooh. It just can't be the cute, cuddly. Right, it can't be red shirt, uh, no pants Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's exactly, still, but exactly. The Winnie the Pooh yeah. in the, the grand scheme of things counts still. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing that's happening, and I don't know if I'll, I'll probably want to watch it, but who knows if I'll ever. Do I, it. You know, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an educated guess here, but I'm not going to watch it because I haven't watched a horror movie in probably a decade. I like bad movies though, so and I can't imagine that that thing is actually going to be scary. So no, I imagine it'll be uh, a joke. But on the flip side. Yeah. Horror movies aren't my jam either. We played a we played a card game this weekend, or uh, two nights ago. Yeah, two nights ago, with Debbie's sisters called Blockbuster, and it's like okay. a movie themed card game, dude. We yeah, had, I saw I saw the pictures of that. We had a fucking blast, and and granted, like I was like really having a good night. Like I was I was pretty tanked. Um, yeah. But I surprisingly did really well. Like Maybe I you should get I, hammered at like eight in the morning before you do your framed. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't think, it was funny because like I couldn't think of like a quote from like a movie I liked. Like for the life of me, I couldn't think of a quote from a movie that I liked. But like I could totally get obscure references. Obscure references. Wow. You got it before wow. I could say anything. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, play that intro um, music. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Obscure like is worth it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, What's your question? spirit animal, Derek? You never yeah, you answered have, that. You have to answer it too. Uh, I'm, I, dude. You know, I think I'm a dog. 
I don't like. I think I think I'm a I dog. was. If I was gonna guess one, I would say dog or otter. Those are the two that I would think of. You. Ooh, I get dude. Right. I could totally. About, I could totally chill being an otter, dude. What about a weasel? No. <laughs> no Polly Shore. No Shore here. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I just wanted to um, say it like that. You're would not you, Would you rather come back as a dog or a cat? Assuming that you have a good owner, good life, like none of those variables are at play here. Just the best okay, so life. In the show notes, it does no, not I know, say I dog it. or cat. Yeah, and yeah. I completely thought this, the question was seriously dog or car. <laughs> Especially because assuming good owners. <laughs> we are going to amend the question. And would you rather come back as a dog or a cat or a car? Assuming Still, good owners. <laughs> you would definitely, if I was the owner, you would want to come back as a dog or a cat and not my car. No, right. but you're a good Same owner. So yeah, I'm a good you. owner to my pets. I'm not a good owner to my car. So you're not the owner of of the car then. It would be a yeah, good correct. it would be it would be a good car car owner. Yeah. Uh what's your, what are your choices? Oh, cat for sure. Yeah, I assumed you were gonna be a cat. I think yeah. I'd be a cat too. Even though really? I want to be an owner of a dog, if I was mm-hmm. coming back as something, I would want to be a cat. Why? Yeah. Because cats are like they do they're the independent, they, they do whatever they want. If they want love, they can get it. If they want to like fuck shit up, they can fuck shit up. Nobody mm-hmm. tries. Well, not nobody, but most people don't try to like super train their cats. Mm-hmm. Whereas like dog boy over here is trying to learn a million different things and he just wants to destroy stuff and he has to go to his kennel because he can't calm himself down. And I, I don't have that problem with a cat when you're if you're an asshole cat, your owner's just like, I'm afraid of you. I'm going to run away. And you can just yeah. have the run of the house. But here's the thing, man. Like, you have the best possible situation. So you're like, you're like adding in like your own personal views on like being a dog. And I'm saying it's best possible scenario as a dog. Yeah, no. Best I'm, possible even, scenario as a cat. Or best possible scenario best possible. as a Miata. <laughs> even best possible scenario i think cat has it right because yeah i do also sleep as much as they want yeah they, they don't have to like rely on their owner even if the owner's perfect they, your owner still has to rely on you still have to rely on your owner to take yeah. you outside exactly. all that kind of stuff cat gets to do whatever the fuck it wants whenever it wants and still gets fed yep what and about there's when no a cat- dog nip so yeah, that is true, man. There is no <laughs> Although we do have some calming bites, treats that are hemp treats for the dog. And uh, anecdotally, they appear to do some amount of work. It, he does calm down after we give him a couple. Oh, yeah. Okay. Changing subjects. Because we had a, a question similar to this on a previous show, which was, what show would you watch if you could watch a show forever? But the missus added a kind of a cool twist. A caveat, if you will. Which show would you want to watch if the episodes went on forever? So, like, new episodes were just consistent. So, like just the, the Simpsons? But so, not of, the Simpsons? Of the same caliber. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> our answer, like, my answer on the previous show was The Simpsons because there's so many seasons of it, right? Yeah. But it could be anything. It could be like Brooklyn Nine-Nine will just continue on and not actually be canceled. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. The Good Place. 
like would continue yeah, on. Yeah, that was where my mind went. But then I'm like, on the other hand, the fact the way they ended the good place was like as good as you could end it, and it mm-hmm. needed God. to end right. So, yeah. so what show that would not be it for me? What show could go on forever that you could watch that they could continually make? Just again, best case scenario, they're just making good quality content. Oh man, oh no question uh i think i'm gonna go with the venture brothers Ooh, i love the venture brothers the the episodes are contained but they also still kind of tell the story uh patrick warburton as brock samson is amazing um and like there's so i i imagine eventually you would run out of like old tv tropes to like make fun of but on the other hand, they have so many like callbacks that they can make, and so many stuff, so many references, and so many different characters and worlds. With like, you have your comic books, you've got your, you know, seventies spy movies, you've got your whatever other things you want to go with with that they use. And so, I think that you could probably run that show for a very long time before you're like, okay, they've run out of ideas. Also, the opportunity to say, "Go team venture." Yeah, I like that. See, I'm a firm believer in endings. I like endings. Um, so this is tough for me. So I've got two answers because one of them is a cheat answer. Okay. The cheat answer would be, and might be because I'm just watching a lot of it lately, Forged in Fire. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Karina loves um, that show. She tried to get me to watch it. I was like, hey, this looks cool, but not for me. Um, mostly because like you got to run out of ideas at some point, but I could watch people fail to make knives all day. Um, uh, and then the non cheat answer would be, uh, the original Batman series. Hmm. I like that. I think, uh, I think that one has the ability to go on and on forever and not get old. I like that a lot. I was, I was thinking the original X-Men because it's X-Men. Yeah. So like you have Uh, a possibility, but like, it was so old. Like, I feel like. There's there's been a lot of improvements in shows since then. Yeah. Um, or Jubilee and her entire character was ruined by that show because dude. every an entire generation is like she shoots fireworks out of her fingers. Yeah. And then you actually like read the comic books and you're like, man, Jubilee doesn't suck nearly as much as they made it sound like in the TV show. Right. Um. I think Spider Verse. Maybe if they could continue to make Spider-Verse movies or shows might be something that I could be into because you have all the different options with the multiverse. But I like the like the hip hop comic book art style of that show. Like, I, I don't know. It hit it hit a lot of nerves with me growing up as a kid. Right I'm excited for the second one. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I still need to watch the first one. You haven't watched the first good. one? No. Holy shit. Uh, we need to do a reviews the Spider-Verse movie show. Force me to watch it. Uh, yeah. I have no it, like it's I have no objection to watching it. It's just I haven't watched it. Yeah. It is insanely good. Yeah. It's it's legit, I think, my favorite superhero movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Here's my last stupid question, and then we'll look at Discord. Would you rather always have slippery bare feet, 
Like, whenever your socks are off, it's like being on ice, no matter what surface you're on. Or no. only be able to sit for an hour max without having to stand up and do something or move around. Uh, I would stand up every hour on the hour and have to do something for whatever, five minutes. Yeah. The the feeling of, like, when you have socks on and you hit, like, a linoleum that's slippery and you, like, almost fall because your foot slips forward is the most god-awful feeling. <laughs> and if you're telling me that I have that all the time... You don't think okay, you get used I, to I, it, though? No. It's, like... it's <laughs> There was a spot on my linoleum where the... Uh, the mat that we had for doing dishes would rub against the linoleum and make it like super polished and slippery. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was there. And every time I hit it, I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to fall and break my wrist. I hate like, that feeling more than anything ever. <laughs> with, with no socks on, everything's a skating rink. Like you have zero friction. You could like, you could like skate to work on your bare feet. Yeah. And then you would hit a corner wrong fall, break your wrist, and then <laughs> roll out into traffic. Because put sandals on or socks on. It's only when you have bare feet. Oh, no. I think, no. you're, I think you're, you could be like a ninja. You could yeah. like just slide down the hill. You tell me you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to take a piss, you're going to be, oh, yeah, my feet are slippery. No, you're going to step out of the bed, take one step, and bounce your head off the side no. table. No, because you're, you're used to getting out of bed. <laughs> or you're going to have to fucking feet. go to bed with socks on. But if you grow up with slippery and, feet, you probably have sandals at the bottom of your bed. You slip on your nice, comfy sandals. Maybe there's some Birkenstocks that you've had for 10 years, so they're, like, grooved in and, like, soft. I don't know. I've never had Birkenstocks. Hope, hope you don't <laughs> miss your uh, sandal as you step down and then roll your ankle and break your ankle and have to get carried to the fucking hospital. <laughs> Can you imagine if what you if- did hurt your ankle trying to limp while everything is slippery? <laughs> oh, God, no. Hard pass. How do you just put on socks? Um... Wait, can you imagine taking like a 10 hour road trip and having to stop every hour? I'd be fine with that. That's fine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sure. It's an exercise. Walk around. Trip, so be it. I don't yeah. know, guys. I, I hear what Rob you guys are saying. It's, I think it's the least invasive in your lifestyle, but I feel you should like be getting up every hour, anyways, to move around. Yeah. I feel it's like a benefit. slippery feet is, is a little bit of work, but once you've mastered it, I feel like it has more of an upside. I guess the one downside is you would never get a full night of sleep, right? You'd have to wake up every 50 minutes to do something for a few oh, minutes. Oh, that's right. It's you so could never sleep for more than an hour. You can, you can sleep You could sleep standing up. Or you yeah, could lay. Of course. I don't know. Yeah. No, hard pass on the slippery feet. That's the most right. thing ever. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I, I respectfully disagree. Yeah, well, you're not a fat guy who has fallen numerous times in their life and have to worry about the danger of hitting the ground. Um, excuse me, sir. I was a fat guy for part of my life. Yeah, uh, your, your fat guy was ten pounds lighter than my light guy. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I was okay. a fruit booter my whole life, and kind of still what? am. Fruit booter, rollerblader, and I would still oh, oh, yeah. n- prefer to not have slippery feet. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No. I just think I think you guys I think you guys just aren't giving credit to the upside of mastering slippery feet. You've seen I, me try to ski, and that's a snowboard, and that's but that's not you mastering it. That's you trying it. Yeah, I'm talking would, about I'm being the the kung fu master of slippery feet style. I wouldn't have made it <laughs> to age three. I fell downstairs enough as a kid, even without slippery feet. 
Yeah, your parents <laughs> probably would have to have like a single level house or you'd always have to have <laughs> shoes or some shit on. Um, can you imagine like putting down like those mats that people put in showers to like make them not slippery, but it doesn't matter because any surface is slippery. <laughs> you would never have the joy of running and jumping into a pool. You wouldn't have to spend grip money on grip tape on a skateboard because it wouldn't matter. Also, how do you get the initial traction to start going if your feet are always slippery? You put on socks. Yeah, but if you're jumping into a pool and I want to get up enough uh, momentum. water socks. Oh, God. Aqua socks suck. They do (laughs) suck, but you got slippery feet, you know? No, I'm already out of the slippery feet thing. All right. Immediately (laughs) thought it was bad. We talked about it, the more I'm comfortable with my decision. Scoot in the Discord has a question for us. Thank you, Scoot. First time question asker. Uh, what song is leading off your workout playlist and does it change depending on what you are doing, lifting, running, etc.? Um, okay, I'll start out, I guess. I just have, if I'm running, I have a playlist on my watch that is created on Spotify on my phone and computer and it just syncs with my watch whenever I charge it or sync it. Um... And that's up to a thousand songs, so I can fill it up and then delete stuff and add stuff. Um, if I'm working out in my house, I just stream random shit on my phone. But it's never the same. Like, if I have the choice, it's always random. Um, I'd rather not listen to the same stuff over and over again, because then it gets played out and doesn't have like that pump you up ability, I guess. Yeah. But I, I more listen to music I like than music that gets me amped up. Yeah, I don't listen to anything specific either, but actually like more mellow than you would think. Like I recall Pinback being a favorite for running just for a good pace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, dude, for sure. Like there's something to be said about not getting your heart super pumped up, you know, so you can keep running. Right. Yeah, for sure. I don't run, so uh, it doesn't matter for me. But honestly, my workouts normally start pretty slow. Like, there's a whole lot of warming up because my version of warming up or my version of working out is usually I start with, like, whatever heavy lift I'm doing. So I want to – it takes a while to build up. So the start of the playlist is very much uh, whatever, right? It'll be PTP or light songs or something like that. I don't really care what's on. It's sort of building to it. When we get to the working sets where it's actually rubber meets the road time, uh, amusingly enough, a lot of the stuff I pick is FUD-esque stuff. So, you know, like... Nerd metal. Nerd metal, yeah. Uh, nerd metal <laughs> is, is it a, nerd metal or like Norwegian metal? Yeah, it's I the mean, same it's thing, kind of. Actually, lately, and I don't remember who put that one, this one on, but... Uh, that Sabaton song that's on the playlist, I've been listening to a lot of Sabaton when I've been trying to work out, which is basically like historical metal. Um, they're like talking about, they have a whole album called, I uh, can't remember what it's actually called. It's um, it's about famous last stands, basically. Um, so it's all <laughs> like these uh, battles where the people got wiped out trying to hold on. Um, the Last Stand is the name of the album. So is... Uh... Should there be like college courses on metal? 
Like now that we have like nerd metal and like heavy metal and history metal, and I'm sure there are actually metal, if we're being math core and <laughs> like <laughs> I am, I'm sure any number of universities have that kind of stuff. But oh yeah, but that's kind of the stuff I want. It's like it's heavy enough that I'm enjoying it, but it's also like telling a story while I'm doing it, so I can like focus on the the story part that's telling instead of like, hey, look, my joints are dying. <laughs> Fire Jointstein, did they get a run in the side or were they uh, improperly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I rolled my joints improperly, but no. We've been going very light on this 10 day streak, but uh, even then, you know, the top sets are like, hey, you remember why you like this, but also why you can't do it for forever without uh, being smart because eventually you're going to break down. Yeah. Got to throw some yoga in there too. Mm-hmm. That is the cure-all. Um, Scoot in the Discord wants to know, is Fluffy, time an, actual, is, is Fluffy an actual doctor? Uh, this is going to Zan. Zan, what's your call? Man. Yes, but not of what you think. Mm, I like mm. it. I like yeah. it. Scientific. Very, very factual. I don't know if scientific is the route I would go. Uh, uh, we are no longer taking Zan's <laughs> opinions on the show, Rob. Uh, you can be a doctor you. of fine arts, you know, of like painting, you know. He, he better be a doctor after what he asked me to show him the last time I hung out with him. Mm, butthole jokes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Senior Marky asks, question for Zan. If he had to give an elevator pitch for EverQuest, how would it go? Oh, man. I gave one to I Rob earlier. Question. Um yeah, yeah. Real quick, bravo, Marky. Thank you for the quality <laughs> question. You guys take notes. That's what a question goes okay. like red, I guess. So I'll <laughs> just go with my most recent experience. I have been camping a creature called Froglock Escort um, with a capital F and a capital E. Not a Froglock Escort, but with a, you know, Froglock Escort. And when this thing spawns, (laughs) I've been camping it for about eight to 10 hours, probably total. And uh, I've seen it twice. And when it shows up, you don't actually kill it. You have to um, protect it because all the other creatures try and attack it at that time when it's spawned. And you're looking for specifically um, escaped froglock slaves. And you want to kill those and get their, uh, their shackles. Um, and you need two of them. I got one shackle per froglock escort that I've seen. So I've seen two, got one shackle for each time. It's supposed to be more, apparently. Then you take these shackles to a dude in the city and you trade them in for um, some pebbles. And then you go to a forge and you're supposed to combine these pebbles with some bone chips and, uh, and a hammer to make bone dust. Well, um, when I did this combination, it failed. So I have to go do it again. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> you combine those that, that piece with some other things and then that piece with some other things and then do one more combination. And then you turn that combination in and you get the uh, level 12 helmet for necromancers. Um, I'm also level 12 after 25 hours of playtime out of 50. So it is uh, 
relentless. The graphics are really old and outdated because it came out in 1998 and uh, really, really grindy. And uh, I love it. It's like D&D, &D, <laughs> the video game. It's awesome. I did this really, really hard, impossible thing, and it failed on step two. So now I got to do step two all over again. And there's 29 steps, and they all involve possible things that could fail. And take a million years to happen. Yes. That was the key. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I would never wow. play a game like that. Yeah. Oh my God. But you guys, I've been grinding Solstice. Holy crap. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, EverQuest 2, a lot more uh, accommodating. I, uh, in the same amount of time that it took me to get to level 12 in EverQuest 1, I got to max level in EverQuest 2. So, also When you hit fun. max level, though, are you basically done with the game? Oh, like... hell no. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's where you uh, about half of the game with no expansions is uh, leveling up to max, and the other half is being at max. And then every time an expansion comes out, you just keep, keep pushing forward. Keep going. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Sweet. Um, let's see. So do we want to talk some video games? I had one more question. Oh, I, I got uh, answers. Since it has been a little while since Zan's been here. Mm -hmm. So how is married life and how is Mexico, sir? Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, married life is fantastic. Um, it's been what? two and a half months. Um, you know how everyone always says, Oh, it's, it feels the same. Uh, yes, but for us, it's also better. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's great. Um, that's good. Mexico was amazing. We went to Islam Mujeres, which is off of Cancun. Um, it's the Island like visible from Cancun, I guess. Okay. And, um, spent a week there. Uh, our hotel was, just absolutely beautiful. Uh, there were only like eight to 10 rooms in the hotel. Um, and oh, that's uh, rad. probably the best restaurant on the Island was like related to the hotel. So we got to eat breakfast there for free every day. And uh, yeah, we didn't do all inclusive because why eat American food buffets when you can uh, eat actual Mexican food? Yep. Yeah. I respect that. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lots of uh, lots of uh, Dos Equis and Tecate and stuff like that, too. Um, highlight of the trip, though, uh, we were like, let's go to the beach for one day because there's not a lot of beaches. It's pretty rocky, uh, but the water is super clear. So you can still get in the water off of like docks and stuff, but uh, not a lot of beaches. But the ones they have are like beautiful white sand. And the public beaches were like super crowded. So we're like, let's go to this beach club and just like read and uh, and have some drinks and stuff like that. Well, it turns out COVID destroyed this beach club, um, so it did not exist anymore. However, when we walked down there, the owner walked out of her house that was behind it and was like, let me show you around. And she gave us a tour of the spot and then was like, for 400 pesos or I was like 20 bucks, um, you guys can like chill here for the day. So we got an entire beach to ourselves for a good four hours. And uh, right, got to do some nice, swimming dude. and reading, and there were friendly wild dogs hanging out too. Not wild, they, I guess they were the lady kind of fosters them or something. But yeah, it was, uh, that's cool. Real good time. Tons of reading, and then on the last night, 
I got Montezuma's revenge. And so I had to miss a whole week of work <laughs> when I got back because I could not uh, stay out of the bathroom long enough to go to work. Wow. You uh, drinking <laughs> the water or something? No. Um, like I think it was either from brushing my teeth or I had a couple salads that they, uh, so they may have washed one of the, some of oh, the produce sure. in the water. Yeah. yeah. Or well, you that's your first mistake it. eating salad on your honeymoon. Oh my gosh. There's so much meat and I haven't had meat in 12 years. So I would have yeah, been just yeah, as thick. You would have been just as rough or oh, worse. <laughs> that salad was amazing though. They do this thing where they cut like thin strips of, uh, of cucumber and like make a, like a, a cylinder with it. And then all the salads inside. So it's just like apple, apple gargonzola, walnut salad that I got a couple of times. It was just Sounds amazing. amazing. Except for the cucumber. Yeah. Except for the toxic water used to wash it. (laughs) Okay, there's two things that (laughs) would take exception to then. Yeah, so um, that was a you know a dad tales reference there for you. Explosive (laughs) diarrhea, Mm -hmm. you know. So that flight back was rough. Oh, Oh. dude! (laughs) (laughs) Being able to sit for an hour without having to get up and do something. Oh, uh, that would suck so bad. The hotel got the taxi driver to stop at the only 24-hour pharmacy on the island because we left at like 7 the next morning. I only had like three hours of sleep too. Um, so I like just took a whole bunch of Imodium. And uh, it was a 15-minute taxi ride followed by a 30-minute ferry ride followed by a 30-minute taxi ride to a two and a half hour flight and then customs was an, like customs to get when, from when we landed through customs to get to my car was like two and a half three hours or at least then, you flew to where you were going instead of having to do uh, customs and then get a tra- then get back on flight. another flight oh yeah, yeah. that's the worst know. um i'm direct flights are the way to go uh for sure we went direct uh atlanta to cancun yeah that's um, the way to do it because i got I got hosed in Houston coming back from Costa Rica one time. Uh And that uh, it's like, I have three hours between my flights. Good luck getting through customs into your flight in time. (laughs) So you did the right thing. Oh, and then when we got to my car, it had uh, been infested with fire ants. (laughs) (laughs) The parking lot we got, we were like under a tree or something. We even tried to plan for that. But uh, yeah, so me and the wife got, Mostly her uh, got bit by a bunch of ants on the way back. I got oh, rid of them by now. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so she got bit by ants, and you were just trying not to shit the seat the entire yep. drive back. Yeah. Sounds much. like a fantastic trip at the end of it. But uh, I imagine those in now on the other side of it probably amusing memories instead of uh oh yeah it makes for a good story moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah we also did uh, a day in atlanta before we flew out so we went to the aquarium and to a braves game i thought it was uh i thought it was called hotlando oh it was also miserably hot and um apparently parents don't parent their kids anymore um it was yeah the Kids were the worst. I yelled at a kid at the Braves game because he was. No, don't do that. He was pounding the seat directly next to me with a bottle over and over and over again. So I had to turn around and be like, I'm sorry. Could you not do that, please? And uh, the kid looked absolutely horrified. And the dad just kind of laughed and didn't say correcting other people's children. The dad's <laughs> giving up at that point. The dad's just like, ah, oh, fuck it. He's like, also, yeah, that guy gets it. 
<laughs> you know how people are yell. Map two. I'll say my kids are going to have some damn respect. All right. Um, oh, you know how at sporting events people yell when good things happen. No, I've never heard that before. Okay, yeah, so, I, I only go to golf tournaments. So this kid did not yell. He screamed bloody murder every time. <laughs> that high-pitched six-year-old boy sound. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really good trip. Nice. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Also, cool. uh, maybe no. I don't remember when it was the last time uh, I was on, but I have a. I don't work in restaurants anymore. Oh, yeah, nice. I am. Uh, how are you enjoying the new free? As someone who has also escaped the restaurant business, like how do you find your newfound freedom of doing things at normal hours? Oh my god, I love it. I really, really love it. I got a job at a credit union. Okay. So, um, and I am uh, already being promoted and moved from being a teller to the loan side. So I get to get to put people in debt next. So, <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's, 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 uh, it's help them not get into debt with the loan they're going to take out anyways. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. I work eight 30 to five 30 every day now or only, and yeah. they're, they're closed Saturday and Sunday. So I have, and, full weekends and off. you probably have a lot of holidays off too. Yep. Yeah. You guys, you guys are different than, than, than the banking world though, because we our business days all revolve around the federal reserve. And I'm uh-huh. sure a lot of yours do too, but you have different regulations and stuff. Than yeah, we still use have. the fed, but, um, also, it's like a very, very large credit union. It's the second or third biggest in the country. Um, oh, okay. So, but it's a state credit union. Um, and uh, yeah, one thing I like is that I don't have to sell things. My like, I literally, you know, how like at a Wells Fargo, they're constantly trying to get you to get a credit card, get you to get this next kind of checking account. Oh, dude, yeah. When I worked in the call center, they they like. Your performance metrics were based, and this is before they got in trouble. Like they got in trouble for shit, and they changed a lot of stuff around. Like when they got sued and went in federal court <laughs> and all sorts of stuff like that. But yeah, prior to that, when I used to work in the call center, their metrics were based on like how much shit you could sell someone. Yeah, and it was fucked up because like they didn't train people like how to profile and sell. Like they just said, "This is going to suggest a product." here are points on the product, sell this product to this person. So like someone would call in and be like, uh, I'm overdrawn. And like the banker would look at their sheet or their pop-up on their computer and be like, you need a credit card. It's like this <laughs> motherfucker doesn't need a credit card. Like they can't even balance their checkbook. Like, right. you, you know, so it's always like mm-hmm. sell people shit, but we aren't going to teach you how to properly sell yeah. people shit. Yeah. Whereas we actually have products that are built to help. So if you can't stay in the positive in your checking account, we have a special checking account that can't go in the negative. It will yeah, just decline, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it actually feels like you're helping people when you suggest the product at, uh, at the credit union. So, well, dude, that's like the thing. It. Like, yeah, like people just need an education on what they're doing wrong. Right. Yeah. Like that's the best approach. Yeah. Totally agree. So, awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Way to get out of the service industry. Thanks. Yeah, feels good. Yeah, that uh, that last gig was a hell of a doozy. Oh, the the winery. <laughs> well, was it 
there was the place that she went to and then left and then went back to and then clearly left again. Yeah. Oh, they were who a doozy <laughs> is right. Those people are insane. Ugh, never so. great to work for insane people. No, I, uh, it was funny. Cause my daughter, my daughter, my oldest, um, after I got done cutting the lawn today, I just had that urge to like drink a beer. You guys ever just get that? Like, I need to go drink a beer type of feeling. I had that. Like yeah. I got done cutting the lawn. I, I did trimming too. So it was like two hours of work outside, you know, and I fucking already exercised today, like been active. I was like, I want to sit outside. It's a beautiful night. Like I want to sit outside and have a beer. And I walked inside and Debbie's just like on the sofa. Like, I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. And my oldest was like, I'll go with you. So we walked to, there's like an Asian bistro place um, in our development. So like mm-hmm. we walked there, it's probably like six or eight blocks, something like that. Uh, sat outside and had a beer and she got like a, a bubbly drink, not bubbly, um, bubble tea. Oh yeah. But without the gummy stuff in them. So oh, basically like, like, a, like, 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 <laughs> yeah, like a frappy type of drink. Um, anyways, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so she asked me, she goes, I think I would be a good cook because she's been playing the Roblox version of Overcooked lately, you know, where you have to like organize shit and do stuff like that. She's like, I think I would be a good cook when I have to get a job. And so she was asking me about that. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I've cooked at two different places. I can tell you it's really hot. Like it's really <laughs> fucking warm and you have to wear pants and it's just constant time management in a high stress environment. Like, like you have to be doing multiple orders and keeping track of like multiple timelines to get things out around the same time. So you don't just have like mashed potatoes sitting under a heat lamp for like 30 minutes while you wait for a steak to cook or whatever. Right. Um. So it's funny that you, that you bring up, getting out of the restaurant business because my daughter was like, I could do that. And I'm like, or you could do something fun as a kid. You do your best cooking at home anyway. Like it's it's a great skill, but yeah, you don't want to do it professionally. And pro tip for anybody out there that hasn't worked in the restaurant industry, if they bring your food out and they're like, be careful, the plate's hot. Your food is not cooked well. It's not for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's really dope? Uh, so this this Asian place by us, they bring mm. out your food as it's done. So four people order food, it doesn't come out at once. It comes out whenever those four dishes are up. So like it's a barbecue joint. So they'll bring out like some of the barbecue for some people, or like if you're if you have like a rice dish or something that might come out before like a brisket or something like that. You know, it's cool. Like interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if they if they have that communication ahead of time where people aren't going to get mad at them for that, then it works. Yeah, well, I think it's a mom and pop joint too, so like people just kind of like they don't have that same expectations of like an Applebee's or like a, right. you know. Yeah. I was uh, last time I was in Minneapolis, we went to a restaurant and they took our, all of our orders, right? And mm-hmm. then they're like. Okay, you'll get your food in this order, and it will show up here and there. So just know that you're going to be eating then, because th- this is how we time it out. <laughs> you can order these things, but just <laughs> it's coming in this order, and uh, 
we're not going to wait on stuff or wait uh, for you to finish and stuff like that. It's, just, it's coming when it comes. And it's like, that's refreshing to be just like, oh, it's good to go. It was like, it was a fancy place. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's a newer place. And it's like some big uh, chef in the Minneapolis area, their new place. So, oh, okay, cool. Um, I, my friends were like, we've been trying to get in here for weeks and they had a cancellation and you guys are coming up now. So we're going tonight. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm glad I so, bought fancy clothes. And then I went and then I was like one of four people in the place wearing fancy clothes. Karina and I were the two, like two, <laughs> two of the six people who wore fancy clothes. And I'm like, I hate you guys so much. I could be no, wearing no, it's, a t-shirt right now. And it's I'm never a problem a to be dressed. So uh, totally didn't write this down in the notes. Almost forgot about it. I got a message the other morning at like five something in the morning and ghost is like, how far are you from the airport? I'm like 30 minutes. He's like, Oh, my flight got canceled. I'm now flying to Minneapolis and have a four hour layover. And I was getting like the four hour layover part as we were talking back and forth. He sent me that around 10 and I looked at the clock and like, if he got in at five forty, and he has a four hour layover, and it's now 10-something. He's it's on a plane already, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, are you texting me from the... Have you already gone? He's like, dude, PM. PM, you're struggling a bit this morning, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 5.40 in the morning. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. <laughs> I have to wake up at 5-something, dude. Leave me alone. Oh, my God. Um, anyways, so yeah. So Homeboy flew in. I picked him up um, sometime between 5.30 and 6.00. Uh, we went and got, uh, food and beer and, uh, dropped him back off at like eight something and he awesome. flew, flew out West. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but like totally awesome. random, like just it's like, I haven't... like a random hangout with a friend. Yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, I figured ghost and I have been playing games for five or six years mm-hmm. and I've never hung out with him in person. So the fact that he's able to just fly in and we just, we went to, uh, a jointed south minneapolis and then we still had time so we went to another place i like and had another beer outside and then drove back to the airport hey that just happened to me too really oh, really yeah i uh popped into one dan finity's stream last week and he was like yo dm me i'm gonna be in Asheville." i was like okay cool and so i dm'd him the reminder and then three days later he's like Okay, we just checked into the Airbnb. When are you free this week? Like in the next couple of days. It's like, what? Okay. <laughs> so I got to get dinner uh, with Dan Finity. Uh, it was a double date, actually. So Dan and Jenny nice. and, and me and Nat and uh, got some Jamaican food. It was another pump myself full of Imodium and make it through kind of a situation. So <laughs> <laughs> if you, Zan, do you like spicy food? Yes. If you come up to Minneapolis. Rob will Harry's come too. Are we going, we're to Harry's? going back to Harry's? Yeah, yes! dude. <laughs> Love it. It I is some uh, hole in the wall Minneapolis like um, oh, why can't I think of uh, Caribbean? Yeah. But like he, yeah. he has like special peppers, like melt oh, okay. your face peppers. Yeah, I don't like that spicy, but I do like spicy. No, he, he, uh, he made sure that uh, we all survived. Um, I think the only one who was a little bit disappointed was Barat, that it wasn't a little bit spicier, but he's like, I'll just put more sauce on it. Don't worry. Yeah. 
Of yeah, course. Bar- Barat's also the like friend of ours that I told uh, Carolina Reaper hot sauce that I like, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean it's good, but like my brother doesn't like it because it's not hot enough." And I'm yeah. like, "Dude, well, he's at least honest about it. like when they were up when we were when they came up for the beer fest last year. I had just made Carolina Reaper hot sauce my my own Carolina Reaper hot sauce, and he was like, "Yeah, the taste is good, the heat is all right." Sindhu's like it's not that hot, but it tastes good. Uh, so his wife has definitely got a uh, even stronger heat palette than he does. But uh, <laughs> it's so rad, dude. It's just like, and and for me, it's like I put four drops in my food of that hot sauce, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I uh, <laughs> I had some dried ones because we the only plant that grew were these Carolina Reaper uh, peppers last summer. And they mm-hmm. were the hottest things ever. Like just Karina took a bite of like a, a tiny little piece of one and then was like dry heaving into the sink. So <laughs> it, like, like oh six God. to one out of all of the other peppers we grew in the, the garden um, in terms of numbers. So I dehydrated a whole bunch of them. And a couple of weeks ago, I made burgers. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to crumple up a couple of these and put it on top of my burger so I have a spicy burger, right? And I ate through it and I'm like, I'm in trouble. Like three <laughs> bites in, I'm like, this is going to be a battle. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Uh, <laughs> so, I have all of them still sitting in a jar dehydrated and ready to go. Um, but I had a couple in a bag that I took to Albuquerque last year to like offer Derek up because he's like, I yeah. like spicy stuff. Yeah. Um, and so the bag had just been sitting like on the counter basically since last October. Um, yesterday, I noticed Aries playing with a bag. He had grabbed the bag of Carolina Reapers and was working his way through trying to chew into it. Thankfully, I got it before he did anything too much, but he was licking his lips uh, for basically 30 minutes. Um <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't struggling. So I think he just got like the bare minimum of it. Cause I was like freaking out that I was like, God damn it. I don't want to go back to the emergency vet. I'm so oh worn out of going to the emergency vet over the last year. <laughs> you know, I think it, I don't know if it's all birds, but definitely some birds are not affected by peppers. Yeah, I believe so, it. <laughs> so like, isn't that weird? They're like your dog and like humans like totally like burn the shit out of us. But birds can just be like, oh, I'm just going to eat this. No big deal. Oils don't affect me. Birds are the worst. I agree with that. We yeah. also talked about that tonight. My daughter and I walking how it's actually cons- she told me this is this is scientific fact from someone going into fourth grade. Uh, <laughs> birds go number three, not number one or number two, but number three. Oh, yeah, because is birds both can't combined. Pee. Yeah, so it's both combined because they can't pee. I was like, huh, interesting. I'll allow it. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of pet uh, stuff, Aries has this uh, class every every Saturday at 8 a.m. where we basically just go to a different place in Madison and walk with seven other dogs just to work on, like, dealing with distractions and other dogs and all that kind of stuff while on leash to try to behave. Mm -hmm. And last week... He was doing great. It's 8 a.m., right? 8 to 9, basically. He, we had to cross a parking lot for like two minutes. And he just melted. 
<laughs> we got into the sun and walked across the parking lot. And then, like, the whole group had to sit up and wait for 10 minutes for him to, like, stop overheating because <laughs> he's like, it was like, I'm pouring ice water on his paws and stuff like that to get him just to cool down enough so we could finish the walk. It was like, this is the struggle I deal with because he can't, he can't be calm because he's a puppy and he can't be out in the sunshine too long because he absorbs everything. Uh, he's black, yeah. And it's just like, it was the, I just felt so bad because we just all had to find a piece of shade and these other dogs who are, you know, the reason we're in this class is because some of them are very anxious while on walks and stuff like that. Instead of doing our walking, we're all just sitting around as people go by and it's like, well, this is a great thing for everybody. Treat your dogs when they start getting distracted. And I'm like, yeah, my dog is laying here, like heaving with breathing. And then like, <laughs> as he's starting to calm down, he's just like chewing on a piece of grass to try to like calm himself. I'm like, oh God. Oh my Dude, Maple, my, uh, my brown pup, she has perfected the art of laying down when she sees shade and she's hot. So like, we'll be walking and she'll like walk up to some shade and she'll dude she just does like a perfect fucking flop like to laying down like she can go from like <laughs> like standing walking to like flop laying down in like a half a second and then just casually looks at you like hey what's up this is nice <laughs> this grass is cool i'm chilling <laughs> it's it is quite funny nice yeah yeah it's uh the thing that sucks for me is he has two modes of laying down. He either overheating and needs to lie down, or he thinks we're heading home or to the parking lot, and he's throwing a tantrum. But I have to know <laughs> the difference between the two. Like, because I have... I've not done myself any favors, because when he flops over, I'll pick him up and carry him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're playing into that. That's... Right. So yeah. now what we're working on uh, is when he flops over and I know it's him throwing a tantrum, I just pick him up and put him on his feet and make him walk. The other day, I picked him up 12 times before he finally <laughs> gave up and started walking. <laughs> it was three feet at a time, and then I had to pick him up and put him on his feet again. But, like, I have to know the difference between I'm throwing a tantrum because we took a left turn and I know that home is on the way and I want to keep going versus – we need to stop and I need to get myself put together because I'm overheating. Uh, because, and part of it is because my sister is a vet tech. So she's like very much telling me a vet tech at an emergency room. So she tells me all of the horror stories of dogs that come into their ER. Yeah. So I'm like, heat stroke is one of those things. that's like, yeah, you have to be careful. Especially be really those careful. dogs. So. Yeah. <laughs> nope. nope. You definitely do. Um, I, and I think that you're really smart for taking them to state parks a lot to walk versus like urban walking, you know, because then there's more shade. You can get out of the sun more. It's cooler on the paws, like all that stuff. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, dog parks have become our friend because he's able to go off leash and he can regulate himself a little bit. Yeah. The downside yeah. is a stranger is a friend he just hasn't met yet. And at dog parks, he will run the fuck away for forever following another dog that he's friends with. So we went the other day into the giant dog park and I walked around the dog park like four times with the same like central location to get him and bring him back, give him some water. And he's like, 
hey, a new friend. And then we'll follow them all the way to the other side of the dog park. And then I get him and bring him back and give him some water. Like, literally, I could have walked around the dog park four times while he was doing his uh, new best friend routine. Uh, it's great because it's just a, he's a fantastic dog when it comes to meeting other dogs. Like, I hope that that never goes away because with Apollo, when he got older, he became kind of a dickhead. Uh, yeah. I love that dog, but he, he was definitely an asshole to other dogs. I'm hoping that Aries will stay the perfect uh, dog for meeting other dogs. Like, Sounds he like introduces you're himself the- gently. If the dog wants to wrestle, he'll wrestle. If the dog wants to run, he'll run. If the dog doesn't want anything to do with him, he'll just sprint away and go find somebody else. So, like, if we can keep that, I'm going to be very happy. Oh, yeah. It sounds like you're doing the right things, man, with like socializing them and getting about with dogs and stuff. Like that's yeah. that's what you need to do. I will say too, like bravo on realizing that you were doing the wrong thing by carrying him and picking him up, even if you have to pick him up twelve times, because like you might have to pick him up twelve times, but eventually, like he's just gonna know to go. Like even I- like walking by dogs, like so so much more now that they're older. There's less like tugging at leashes, you know, there's less like, come on, like giving them commands and stuff. They just know to like kind of walk with the flow of the group, Yeah, you know, but that, it, it doesn't come overnight. Like it takes it takes well, a lot of fucking work. I've tried to wait him out off. before. I've tried to wait him out. Oh, uh, yeah, you can't do <laughs> that. 20 like, minutes with him just <laughs> laying there. I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give Maple like I'll give her her time. Like I'll, I'll if she lays down, like I'll give her a minute. Like I'll chill for a minute. If she lays down like five times in fifteen feet, that fifth time I, I'm I'm getting her up. I'm like, all right, come on. Like you've had your fun. Like we're we're fucking rolling now, dude. Like yeah. Well, <laughs> that's know? the thing is yeah. And today we we worked on it from when he was leaving daycare, and I got him down the stairs and halfway across the parking lot, and then he finally like was not having it anymore. So I carried him the last, like, 15 feet. So it's not going to be an overnight thing, but uh, I don't want to go back to the uh, dog park we went to that has swimming, and I had to carry him by his life jacket like a suitcase for basically half a mile because he refused to walk. Because um, <laughs> he just wanted really to go... like your dog more and more every day. <laughs> he just wanted to jump back in the river and steal other people's tennis balls and run around. And I'm like... Dude, we've been doing this for two hours. You can barely keep your eyes open. Stop being a brat and just go home and sleep. So you got to start. If he starts stealing tennis balls, you got to do like the the like next level pimp move and like just buy a bag of tennis balls before going to the dog park. You know, because it's like five, ten bucks, right? right? But then you can just like let them steal people's tennis balls and then just throw a new tennis ball to the owner and be like, here you yeah. go. <laughs> it worked out really well for most people with that. But there was one dog there who would refuse to play with anything other than their particular tennis ball. And that uh, was the tennis ball that Aries stole and ran to the other side of the dog park with. So this woman's like, yeah, my dog won't play. And so I'm like walking halfway across the dog park to find this tennis ball that he finally dropped because he saw somebody new to go run after. Yeah, and I'm right, like, right. you got you fucking love puppy. <laughs> uh, I hate everything about this. And then, then he dumped, jumped into a, like a side path and ran away. And I looked, I couldn't find him and I was starting to like freak out. And then I saw him 200 yards away 
back at the exact far opposite end of the dog park, just running around with his bright orange life jacket on. And I'm like, this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like the most absurd. I forget. Are you... um... Are you in South Carolina or are you in Hotlanta now? I'm in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Just outside Asheville. Oh, that's right. Because Tiffany Asheville thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what part of North Carolina is that? Like Western. Yeah. Western. I'm uh, two. I'm an hour from Greenville, 30 minutes from Asheville, three hours from Atlanta. Um, okay. Was Charlotte's like two hours away? Is like there that. mountains where you are? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I live. I live in the mountains, like inside of them. Like well, no, he lives in like a cave. compound on the side of the mountains. You have a cave in the mountains. How? What do you do? You worry about like ventilation? No. No, you have fans, no. <laughs> or what do you use for ventilation in your cave? We have a fan. We have a giant fan. You heard it yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it like really like like Destiny fan? Like that first mission when you're walking through and there's that big fan in like the sewer system. Yeah, like, I could probably fit it, through it if I took the uh, took the fan out. One thing that actually, speaking of house fans, I didn't know house fans were a thing until I went to St. Louis. Yeah. It's like, a like cheap way fans. to kind of stay cool. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. We, swamp we coolers like, are another thing we learned about when we yeah, were in New Mexico. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know about mm-hmm. swamp coolers until Hippo. Yeah. yeah. Swamp coolers are cool. Unless it's really hot and then they're not cool. Yeah. They don't really work if no. it's really hot. Yeah. Good thing Hippo doesn't live anywhere where it's really hot. High desert. <laughs> high, high desert is right. <laughs> No, but, uh, you can see mountains from basically anywhere you're at around me. Um, and I live on a fa- my wife's family compound uh, and uh, in her childhood home. And we have a pool. And it's great. It's beautiful. Blink twice if you're in a cult and need to be saved. One? Well, that was a wink, so that's a half. <laughs> we got a half of a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we talk video games? Uh, I mean... Sure. Do you Zan's playing EverQuest, Fluffy's playing uh Destiny, yeah. and I'm playing Gwent. Yeah. If you want to do swap. some Destiny real quick, I could use a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for go it. For we'll it. talk uh, yeah. a little bit of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. I, am intro- I can hear them. Uh I did not read the TWAB today, did you? Uh no, but I got a couple of the gists of it. Um, do, you, do you want to read do you wanna do you wanna read a TWAB, Rob? No, no, fuck that. I want to talk about a couple of things that were in the TWAB. Okay, okay. I Mine's loading. All right, what are the couple of things that you want to talk about in the TWAB? They announced the date of the next uh, raid coming out. It's uh, a Friday in August. Oh, fuck, I'm gone that weekend. Well, you are not alone in your upsetness about this. Uh, Twitter. Oh, no, I'm here. That's a Friday? Yeah. Oh, I'm here Saturday. So, turns out a lot of people were thinking it was going to be the second week like the last couple of raids have been. So they, you know, those folks who can't uh, take days off now, they have to uh, take days off further in advance, uh, are a little bit frustrated because they're screwed that way. Um, So, that has gotten the internet a buzz. 
I mean, you know, people are like people are gonna be fucking pissed about whatever. I really think they should make contest mode go all weekend again, like they did the last one. Yeah. Because I of would the, say forty eight hours is better than oh, twenty four. Be right? Yeah, my kid has a birthday on Saturday, so I'm not I'm not getting any contest it, mode. As a, in, it's your kid's birthday, or is it they're going to a birthday party? It's it's not their birthday, but it is their friend birthday party. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. It but the other thing party. is, they went into a deep dive about skill-based matchmaking. And oh, what's coming no. back with it. So, okay. I think that that is a thing that people will enjoy. Like, they showed their bell curve and talked about the point difference that they're going for and, like, the percentages that should happen to be correct in skill-based matchmaking and that kind of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so they say that they want to make fair matches. They want anyone at any level to be able to enter the crucible and get fair matches. And they're going to start off with loose skill based matchmaking. Correct. So that's interesting. Uh, I can't wait till Mark bitches about it. Because it's <laughs> crucible and Mark bitches. I mean, you know what, though? I give them benefit of the doubt, man. Like, when they talk in this much detail about doing things, like, they've obviously thought it through. They're trying to do something good. Like, I fucking, I, you know, as someone who plays a lot of PvP, like, dude, uh, control can <laughs> control can be sweatier than survival. Like, I play control matches where I get dominated so much more hardcore than playing at 5,000 level comp. Yeah. So No, I agree. So, I mean, so, I've yeah. always been a fan of skill-based matchmaking. I know I'm, yeah. like, I think that when you don't have it and it's purely connection-based, you really screw yourself because uh, you kill off the, the bottom of the, uh, the community. Right. Yeah. And the well, time. And, yeah. And they're saying that they want to balance uh, skill and and um, matchmaking like quality. So. Yeah, that's nice. Well, what's funny about this is I could not escape hearing about all the toxicity with Bungie and the Crucible and PvP, like not getting any love and all that stuff. But this is something that they had to have been working on for much longer than what the week since that was going on. So. Oh yeah. This is some that, that they've put a lot of, I mean, dude, there's the, there's pages of data here. Like yeah. I have to, sc- I have to scroll four or five pages just talking about matchmaking. Like that's, uh, I'm going to step away for a sec. Dog boy just got up and threw up. So I'm going to clean up his vomit oh, before he eats poor puppy. again. So yeah, yeah, do I'll be back. Uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Dude, it goes on even more. Holy shit, Sam. Okay. Yeah, like well, the we, are, we don't have to talk about this, but yeah, like that's that's rad that they they are actually like putting the time into doing some about how game games feel and the quality of games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I did jump in. Um, we did a little online bachelor party thing before the wedding where I got to play with like Dan and a couple of friends from Ohio and Quack and some people that, that showed up. We just did private matches and goofed off and stuff, but it was still still a good time. I, I do intend to hop back into Destiny and, you know, it's going to be, cr- I don't have the desire to like do anything PVE because that actually takes time, but you can hop in and play some Crucible anytime. So probably yeah. that'll 
that's the intention is to hop back in every once in a while and do that. Yeah, it's fun. So. I uh I definitely jump back and forth between the two. Like obviously the start of the season's more PvE heavy and then I get into the crucible stuff. I really want to I got I got um my unbroken title uh this season and then I gilded oh, nice. it. Yeah, so I want to I want to next season's the last season to hit 5500 to count for unbroken. So I want to like see if I can hit 5500 one more time and get the times 2 on the on the on the title or whatever. So What's I'll a be playing a title. So like you can get your title, but if you can renew the title, I guess achieve it a second time. Like so so you have the regular title, which is like I think a yellow color or something over your okay. name. Yeah. And then gilded is like a darker gold color. And then you can do that each season. And then there's like a times one, times two, times three. And it's basically re-earning the title. Oh. So, so like if you did um Yeah, so if you did Unbroken, like uh, you could do Unbroken again and hit fifty five hundred and do the other tasks uh, along with it. So this yeah yeah so anyways i have the opportunity to get a times two so i want to try and actually do it yeah for sure yeah Uh, i think all is well yeah always fun cleaning up puke right oh dog puke is much harder to clean up than cat puke too it was uh (laughs) relatively easy that time it was not as a disaster necessarily but uh and he seems pretty okay with it i'm hoping it's nothing serious and it's just he played too hard today and his stomach was not happy but or ate some random shit on the ground because he's a puppy right yeah. or had carolina reapers the yesterday and it's finally catching up with him mm. <laughs> yeah but yeah. uh he seems pretty okay i'm gonna keep an eye on him just to make sure but uh, um, we're gonna have fun tomorrow. So we we got cut short, but holy shit, dude! I started scrolling more. There's like there's like a good fifteen pages here of fucking things just about making it fair and making skill based ma- skill based matchmaking fair and like they really fucking put some work into this, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, wanna wanna guess on how uh, parts of the internet has taken it? I don't dude, they're gonna complain about everything. Right. Like that's like the the great thing about me not paying attention to any of that is I can just be excited about the TWAB. Yeah. Instead of he, he, that I didn't read, but <laughs> right. just found out about right now. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think it's great. I think it's the right way to go about it. I think there yeah. needs to be a little bit of skill based matchmaking because uh you know your connection based matchmaking is okay, but it leads to people getting just dump trucked sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't need to say a lot about Destiny, but I had a couple things um, before we move on. Uh, I learned today the new 120 hand cannon that uh, just came out, and it it's really funny because it has a really funny name. Um, what is it? Something new. <laughs> yeah. So so the new hand cannon, something new, uh, can roll with harmony. Harmony is a perk where if you get a kill with another weapon, 
and then you swap to this one, it's buffed. Yep. So if you get a kill with another weapon and swap to this one, it can two-tap. And there's not a lot of weapons in the game that can two-tap. So if you pair it with, like, an SMG or a sniper rifle or something like that, like, could be a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't played with it yet, but I found that out today listening to other podcasts and thought it was worth sharing. Um, I got, it's funny, Rob, I got my my first title, Unbroken, what, two, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, not that long ago, but you got it. It was very exciting. I got my second title this week, Flamekeeper, from running all the Solstice The Solstice one? Yep. I've done, um, like, because three things for Solstice. It's super fucking grindy. Um, it makes you do a bunch of shit that you don't like, which I'm not a big fan of as far as game design goes. Uh, but it does allow you to re-roll armor and re-roll armor on your alts. So I do appreciate just stacking my vault with a bunch of perfect armor and different stats, you know, like roll high resilience or roll high intellect or whatever. I like that your dog is just chilling on the chair. On a recliner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, shout out to Guardian Downcast. They hosted scrims over the weekend on Sunday night. I was on a team with uh, basically NACL or Salt and Brittany. Um, and we had a fun time. Dude, we adapted really well. I was really proud of us. One game. Um, we were facing Gator, Old Man Gator from GDC, mm-hmm. and they were playing the long game. They were sitting outside on burnout with like scouts and fucking bows and snipers and trying to range us. And we adapted and we pushed them one time and they panicked. And I told the team, I was like, we're fucking pushing them. Like, we just got to push the shit out of them. Like, we need to just get a good angle <laughs> And like when they play show, like me and Chuck. yeah, 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 like, <laughs> like, like, w, like we, you we were Chuck. strategic about it. Like we would kind of test doorways, and if we could find a doorway we could push out, we would just dedicate and push and wipe them. And we turned it, dude. They were up like double the score, and before the match ended, we won. Like nice. we we tur- we we switched weapons, we switched our play style, we adapted, and we fucking it felt so good, dude. Once we started, like pushing really hard and jumping on them. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun when you're playing with a team and things like that click, you know, mm-hmm. like you just, you get into it. Um, uh, jumped part, in my of my, uh, part of my D and D squad has been doing those squ- uh, scrims with GDC uh, mm. converse. Converse okay. fall. Have you yeah. played with him at all? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's been enjoying it. Getting back in. He's usually uh, pretty good too. I think they've got one going again this Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was encouraged to join, and I might because Karina. It'll all come down to whether Karina comes back on Sunday or Monday from her trip to St. Louis, which uh, is currently flooded and flooding more. Uh, yeah, I know my oh, wow. my sisters my sister in laws were here this week, and they were going to leave Wednesday, and they left Thursday because of all the flooding down there. And they got another set of storms tonight. So that's crazy. Uh, so yeah, it'll come down to whether uh, whether she's back or not. If she's back, I'll probably hang out with her. If she's not, we're gonna try to do some scrims. I'll try to get the dog boy tired enough so that he'll sleep while I come down here and play video games. <laughs> I um 
I kind of got into a rut with my hunter and I wanted to change things up. So I jumped on my warlock for a bit for PVP this week. And a cool guy has been talking about Shadebender for like a season, you know, freezing people and like using just playing that class to freeze people and be a scumbag like that. So I tried it for a while, realized I did not have it all unlocked. Like that came yeah. out like three, four seasons ago, something yeah, like that. Right. I had one of the three fragments unlocked. So I did a little PVE, did a little PVP, unlocked more of it, but not all of it. And then went back to Hunter and realized how much I love Solar Hunter. Good time. Yeah. Uh, and then last thing, I, I just thought it was really lucky. I ran Lost Sectors for an hour today to try and get a better Dragon Shadow. And uh, the first four I ran, I got four exotics. Wow. Like, yeah, four or four. I was like, OK, I, I kept switching weapons. And then the fifth time I didn't switch my weapons and I didn't get an exotic. And I was like, maybe I just need to change my loadout every time I run these. <laughs> <laughs> were they any good exotics or just exotics oh, there i mean the rolls were fine i think uh i think our friend rob here is playing gwent nope no sorry i've been uh perusing twitter to mo- looking at more discussion about the uh, friday raid people uh, are unsurprisingly uh losing their mind on one way or another about it so did they forget that they used to come out on tuesdays i just think that yeah i mean it's moved around a whole bunch but i think the yeah, if you were wanting to do the raid race and you had to work that day and you can't get off now, I can understand why you're upset. At the same time, I don't think it's ridiculous for Bungie to say, hey, we want people who are, you know, I want we want support to be there on a day when the people are in the office instead of having to call them in on the weekend if something goes wrong. Yeah. I, I just want to do raid race. Like, I don't even care about winning i are not raid race i just want to do contest mode like contest mode raid is fun dude like i don't even care about about getting the jacket or like finishing i just want to do contest mode raid yeah i i never enjoyed it i'll wait till the contest mode goes away and have fun doing that dude (laughs) dude figuring figuring out the puzzle for the first time and like exploring like I don't know, man. I might, I'm, I might take a day off of work if I can get a team together. I would say that it plays poorly to my personality in that uh, <laughs> I have weaknesses when we're trying to figure stuff out and people die to ads or stuff like that, or we figure out a mechanic and then somebody doesn't do the mechanic after we've already figured it out. I get a little bit salty and a little bit of a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I avoid doing it. Um, I'll, I'll gladly hop in after <laughs> contest mode is off and the ads don't hurt as much and we can like spend time figuring stuff out and people can like learn at their own pace while not getting murdered by ads. But I know it is a weakness of mine that, uh, I do not handle people fucking up, uh, fucking up mechanics. Well, like. Once it's figured out, I get it. Once we know what we need to do, just do that. Don't worry about anything else. Do your job and I won't get upset. But then when it gets and like, honestly, we talk about that. But then in Vow of the Disciple, 
when uh, in phase two at the caretaker, when I'm the one having to do the jump, at least once a night, I jump off the ledge trying to get away from something and I die, and then I'm the one causing problems. So I'm just a giant hypocrite, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But uh, no, I understand. Yeah, I don't I need mean, that if, in my life. You, that added get, stress gets to me. Yeah, if you can't, if if that's that's, I understand. I wouldn't want to do that either if that was right. my case. Like the figuring it out know, is fine, but like once we figure it out and then. Somebody like we know what we need to do and they don't do it. Like I was I think back to the FUD raids that we did and like Gator not being at his uh pillar to look at the symbols, or even you. I, I was an asshole to you a couple of times too. I was like, Hey Fluffy, you're reading symbols. I can't help but notice that symbols need to be read oh, right now. See, <laughs> that was that was just a case of different raid teams doing it differently. Like the way Stormy and I did it was different than how you were doing it, you know? So there wasn't like a set pattern of, of like how things like, no, but I was saying what roles. Like, no, but I understand like what you're saying. Things, right. You kill the yellow bar guys and then a symbol pops up somewhere. So if you're reading an obelisk, you need to be there and seeing it so we can call it the night. And then right, we, right, right. we yeah. had the runner reading and running and then the other person just doing ads. Yeah. So that's yeah, the, so it's uh, just different, different right, styles. But like, it's that thing that like, Okay, now we're sitting here and we know a knight's up somewhere because it has to be up and nobody's calling out which side the knight's on and nobody's <laughs> telling us who, you know, where the knight is. Oh, and somebody called out a knight's dead. So that means another knight will be coming up. Somebody say something. And it's just like, I know that that tilts me. So on day one, yeah, when the ads like, I wouldn't do that. when the ads look at you and you die. <laughs> so everyone's concentrating far, far more on like killing ads versus doing the mechanics right, I just know it tilts me. So I'm just like, you know what I'll do? I'll watch professionals do it and have fun enjoying that, watching the raid race, and <laughs> step nowhere near the Endeavor because I don't need that in my life. I feel you. I'm sad because I have a... I think I'm going to be gone that entire week after that raid releases, so I won't be going into it. Unless I take Friday off, I won't be going into raid until two weeks after it drops. Oh. I don't know. So I, might, I might have to, guys. I might have to just take the day off and play hey, video games. Well. <laughs> might have to make a team. Just uh, <laughs> You just got to work on some stuff at your... Uh, some stuff that you can't be bothered with and you just uh, appear offline for the whole day because you need to focus on something. I mean, I have I have an entire three days of PTO left for the year. I could probably spend one on Destiny. <laughs> yeah, let's hope your kids don't get sick in the second half of the year. I have. I, I still have. I still have some trips planned. Yeah, <laughs> I still have like like two two and a half weeks of vacation coming up. Yeah. Oh, three unspent days. Three uh, three unspoken four days. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. a whole bunch this year. They're just no trips really planned, but. Uh, we're going up to the Mississippi in the middle of August, and uh, is, how many eyes is that? M I S S I S I P P I. Uh, uh, wait, what have you trailed off there? Was that a niner? Are you calling from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> uh, so we're going up in the second week of August and taking Dog Boy to a to a border, and we're getting like pet sitter to watch Karina's dog and taking him to a uh, boarding place to see if he'll like it. And if if he does well at boarding, then I have an option to do that in the future for him. 
Oh, so yeah. they're going to try to find people to pets in him because he's a lot. He's a lot for people to watch. So, but if if he does well in boarding, then I can start taking trips and stuff like that on the weekends. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if you find a solid boarding place that is actually good to the dogs and like plays with them and they get to be socialized and play with other dogs, like it can be a really positive experience. You just want to <laughs> avoid the places that don't pay their employees and the employees are unhappy and so they abuse the animals and the animals yeah. have a horrible fucking time. So well I'm spending nine extra dollars a day so that he gets a walk in the woods and playtime with other dogs. That's why you're oh. a good person. That's why we're <laughs> friends. You know, so you gotta spend instead the extra of twenty nine a day I'm paying thirty eight a day for him to Go to boarding. Fuck yeah, dude. That's Make it 40. Bad. Make it 40 and let him sniff some butts. <laughs> yeah, right. So my hope is that he'll extra be good butts, with it. $2 extra butt sniffing. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, I don't know where we're at. Oh, Raid Race. I'll watch, but I, I don't think I'm going to ever. I, yeah, I might, I, might, I might throw it out there to some people. We'll see. We'll see if anyone's interested. I don't have to do it. It's just, it is fun, man. I had so much fun. I still think back to my first time. It was King's Fall, original King's Fall, right? And it's we all were about all under leveled. Right? Yeah, it was me, it's, Roller. It's your team uh, comp, though. Like, if you have the right team comp and you have people that don't get too upset or like too negative, like you're good. But like, well, you, you get one bad apple. Up. What's that? You got to get the light levels in, right? No, it's only five fifteen sixty, right? I yeah, think they now said it was it's only definitely so, like so Zan, it's only like that I think the cap right now is fifteen sixty. So yeah, you'll so, be ready day so one. All, I'm ready. already ready because I have armor dropping above that already. Oh, it doesn't go up. That's they only yeah, they, so they it, at the start, right? So by it's fifteen sixty to start, but then by the final encounter it'll be it'll be up thirty eighty or something like that. Yeah, but like the thing is with the thing that they've done with Destiny is major releases have a big light change. Quarterly releases have like a ten ten light change. Okay. So your your artifact will be reset, but I should still be very close to raid ready right when the season drops. So I shouldn't have to grind too much. All right, right on. So that that part's nice because that was not what happened when we were doing uh, King's Fall, the original yeah, King's I Fall. Uh, I have no interest in fucking we, spending We made it to War Priest and it was, uh, it took us all day to make it to War Priest and we had fun with it. It's a good, it was a good group of people, but like, it's just not a thing that I, particularly enjoyed so Is i'll let other people figure it out i'll watch a video and then we can go in on day one of non-contest mode so they announced that it is king's fall that's coming out no oh is they said they named it as redacted it's a it is not a new raid it's going to be one of the that's right it might be like it's going to be one of the reruns king's fall does that change it because then you're not exploring yeah, I bet it's either King's Fall or Wrath. I can't see. Yeah, so maybe I don't take the day off because you're not exploring a new area. I mean, there'll be new mechanics. The way, yeah, that... but like uh, it's the same raid. I don't know. Yeah, if that's all didn't feel a whole lot different. Yeah, I don't know if that warrants a fucking PTO day. I forgot about that. When you only have three. <laughs> yeah, like like not if it's not if it's old content because that's still great to run and I, it might be super fun, but I don't know if that warrants taking the day off 
Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know. I'll, I'm looking forward to running it, but I'm not in any rush. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, Zan, we did exactly what you wanted, and we talked a lot of Destiny. So hey, I welcome. have a couple things to say. I don't. I don't no, dislike Destiny. No, no, yeah. it is done, Zan. Zan, no, we no. have we have a hard stop on this show. We are very oh, by when? the book. It when is, is our hard stop? <laughs> seven. And we got yeah, eight I, hours. I, all, all I right. can give you is seven. I don't know if that's minutes, hours, gotcha. days, rupees, Seconds. pennies. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you have to say? Have you played since they buffed Fighting Lion no, again? He, he has things to say. We want to hear his things. <laughs> About what? About Destiny? About Destiny, yeah. Before oh, you were actually... so rudely interrupted by my co-host. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if they buffed Fighting Line or not. Um, they or, did? Well, I mean, I don't know if I've played since then or not, but I still used it the last time I did play. Were you as good as you were before? Oh, definitely not. Were you <laughs> slightly as good as you were before? I mean, yeah. There were, um, you know, that's like riding a bike a little bit with just the the way that that loadout works but yeah what were you using as a secondary uh an smg with quick draw were you using new city no i don't think i think it's something different now actually something new yeah something was there a town or like a parish i I honestly have no idea county don't worry about it Township <laughs> unincorporated. Is All right, continue on, on Continue on, Dan. Yes. Continue on. There's. No, I have nothing left. Okay. To say about well, Destiny. See, and that was Zan's five-minute Destiny corner. <laughs> <laughs> a segment like a we are going to do. A segment yeah. we are going to do every week from now until the end of the season. I could pop in and talk five minutes of Destiny for five, you. Want. Five minutes of random Destiny was Zan. I don't think I could talk five minutes of Destiny. I haven't played much at all. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll I, record a one-minute clip to send you guys every week from now on about Destiny. Or I mean, even if it's minute. ten seconds, maybe it'll be just like uh, I'd like that. I have to do the work of setting <laughs> my uh, controller up with this. With this other PC, so I can call in and have a soundboard and play it, so everyone can hear it. Because it's better if everyone can hear it, right? A little bit, yeah. I want to actually be on the show. Push me to elevate our show to the next level. That's what we're missing, Rob. You got us. uh, You got us on uh, the Google (laughs) search now. When people search for Destiny podcast, only took five years, but now when you type in Destiny podcast, we will show up. How deep is it though? Are you page are you page three? No, no, it shows up pretty early. But you guys are you guys are on there and you guys haven't put out a destiny episode in like three years. <laughs> three years. <laughs> we haven't put we out an episode SEO period in champion. two years. Yeah. We haven't put out a destiny episode in probably four or five. Yeah. Well, it also to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. If you search Destiny podcasts, you also get a bunch of church stuff so uh, yeah, okay. of course you do it is what it is right on. um do we have do we have anything else video game to talk about anything else anything 
people think is important. I've been playing a bunch of D and D longest campaign I've ever done for five months now. I think of, I think we've only missed three or four total in that time, but yeah, my oldest, um, is going to like a summer school thing a couple days a week. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of the teachers there started a D and D club with the kids that are there and she joined it the first day. D and D for kids. Like there's like actually special rules and stuff that wizards of the coast is putting out. That's like just kind of watered down D and D so that kids can start getting into it earlier. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm, she she fucking loves it, dude. She got um, she got a dice bag and uh, some cool looking dice actually as a gift this week. Nice. So, yep. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a good time. They just uh, got out of a time loop and are uh, now in a different plane of existence. How do you how do you guys play? Are you all together? Or are you playing like over like a Discord video chat or how are you yeah. doing it? Uh, yeah, we use Discord. Um, and then since we just finished Act One, uh, basically, uh, they discovered that all the all the big bads that they thought um, were actually just like chumps compared to the bad guy for Act Two, and uh, they got plopped into a um, there's like a, a a war front, I guess would be. So there's like a whole bunch, an army of dwarves attacking, uh, an army of gnomes in mech suits. Uh, and they're like right in the middle of it, trying to figure out what's going on. But, uh, I'm, we're going to start doing map, uh, maps and like movement and stuff like that. Like really digging into the rules a little bit. So I'm going to take a week or so to create some maps and figure out how like roll 20 works. So that way we can kind of elevate the campaign a little bit, but, uh, so when you go into a session, like, uh, are you going in for an hour? Are you going in for like three hours? Like how long do your typical gaming sessions last? Uh, it's about two hours. I would say two, okay. two and a half, um, once a week. Nice. Uh, this time around, I think it's working well because I don't, I'm not planning everything out. I'm actually just like kind of creating a sandbox and then they just decide where to go. And then I can, I'll flesh out the direction they're heading. Uh, so like at the end of every week, I make them tell me what they plan to do the next week. So I can kind of flesh that out and I don't have to, you know, awesome. That's really, uh, a very <laughs> smart thing to do. Yeah. It also allows for, um, a lot of flexibility and letting them help write the story, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. That's cool, dude. Sweet. So, yeah, otherwise, EverQuest. I've been reading a lot. Some uh, classic sci-fi. I'm trying to debate what I want to do. Like, I have this week I'm bringing my daughter up to the cabin for four or five days. I was like, I kind of want to bring my Xbox and game because I want to play Destiny. I'm like, but should I, like, give Celeste another try for a week? Or, like, do I want to, like you know, try and dig into, um, I still have, uh, the, the Zelda game. What's the Zelda game that came Breath out of on the Switch? Wild? Breath of the Wild. Yeah. All right. Have you played Hades? No. That the is a really awesome. good, like four or five day game. It's a roguelite. So you can like get in, get it on in the Switch. Chunks. Oh yeah. It's on Switch PC. Yeah. But it, it is on Switch. It's really, really good. It was my game of the year two years ago. Okay. 
Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. Super that good. Fun. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, because I'm going to have, like, the point is I'm going to have time where she goes to bed and I just got to hang out inside because she's sleeping, you know? Yeah. Or, like, their dog's playing at my door. <laughs> or there's zombies outside my door. I can't tell the curtains are drawn. So they I could know. also be, they could be no. trying to get in to eat my brain. Yeah. Maybe there's a lack of good, healthy brains in the area. So they're just, you know, going for what's left. Slim pickings. Math checks out. Yeah. Okay. Should we add music to the playlist? Sure. Sounds good. I'm almost down to do that. Yeah. Okay. Zan, you copy and oh, we gotta do. Fuck, we gotta do Ben's song. All right, what does Ben have? Ben has, uh, from the band, As Cities Burn, Empire. Nice. I used to listen to them in like 2003. Burn. Yeah, that's not really a burn, but. No, no, no. This seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Okay, Zan, what uh, song do you have for us? I can't remember what the what the name of it was. I just put the link in there. Hang on. I know. I'm sorry. It's, you put the link in there, but I have two different PCs, yeah. so I'm difficult. Okay. It's called "Get to You" by the Undercover Dream Lovers, and um, we I got. Natalie uh, tickets to go see Starfucker for her birthday. And that was supposed to be in February. And this, the tour finally happened um, on Friday. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and they opened for Starfucker and were really awesome. It's like dancey, like sexy, soulful kind of music. Um, mm. So yeah, this is uh, one of the songs they played. And Starfucker was also really good. But uh, we, we dug the opening band quite a bit so yeah i just want to point out that there should be a ck in starfucker instead of just the uh k and i'm going to call them starfaker for as long as i live because (laughs) (laughs) that's how english works gotcha there's also no vowels though so technically it'd be like starfucker well no that's what i'm saying if you're going to do a thing with no vowels at least you should be able to uh is that yeah. the only missing consonant? I'm not it sure. It is. Okay. Nice. So be better, I guess, Starfucker. <laughs> They're pretty old, too. I remember listening to them in college, like 2006, something like that. But yeah, um, there's been a ton of amazing shows coming through Asheville. I actually had to miss one that I would like to go to because it was the day after the Starfucker show. Andrew Bird and uh, Iron and Wine were playing together. Oh, wait. I thought it was Star Faker. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Bless your heart. Uh, Fluffy, what do you have? Well, Fluffy, I have video games by Classified. Oh, cool. I like that song. Oh, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an only child sounds like when they're at home by themselves. Maybe I am an only child. Don't you have a sister? Well, I guess she's way child. younger than you. I have two. I have two. No, I have one that's only three years, and then one that's like sixteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mister Admiral. 
of the Isle of Nips. What is your I pick? I'm going to go with Future Islands Seasons Waiting on You. Seasons Waiting on You. That sounds, the, uh, sounds right. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> We've reached the point of the night where we're just done here. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Chili's baby back ribs, you know. All right. Uh, we're at 20 hours and 35 minutes. That is 310 songs on the day three playlist. Nice. Yeah. We're getting there. It feels like forever ago that you guys won best podcast playlist and then had it revoked. I know. And, then- and then it got revoked. And yeah, then we just claimed it again. Yeah, we um we just outlived um Everybody. we outlived the judges, <laughs> and so we just reclaimed the uh, trophy, and no one could say anything. Right, Nips? Yeah, I mean, it's true. I'm here, and I'm not really saying anything about it. No, I, no, I approve of that. I, I, you know, if it makes you feel better, we discussed the other week about how I block songs that are horrible so I don't have to listen to them. So to me, the playlists are amazing. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming, Randy Savage. We are going to block your song. It is horrible. Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. Bless his heart. Not his music. You know, in the South, that is an insult almost. What is that? Yeah. Bless your heart. And bless your heart. Yeah. Well, it's basically being telling someone to their face that they're pitiful. Well, then, I'm so happy you came on the show. Bless your heart. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nailed it. I'm really sad that I didn't wear that um, tank top. I mean, we could have been cool, matchy, matchy twins. I guess you're just going to have to come to Asheville and uh, uh, brewery hop with me in, mm. in our matching don't, tank tops. Don't, uh, don't tempt me with a good time. Definitely not a thing Derek would do. No. Will you, uh, Rob, if you get a t-shirt, can we cut the sleeves off? I think we could cut the sleeves off for sure. And then, and then you'll come to Asheville with me and we'll go brewery hopping I think- with tank tops and a sleeveless shirt. Fluffy, yeah. we just need to message Gator and tell him that Rob's getting a tank top. I think I think that is the, really the right choice. Yeah. Just like whatever I he mean, says, just give him a tank top. <laughs> I mean, or we could just not message him and see if he listens to the show and messages me. That's no, true. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Rob needs a tank top. Yeah. <laughs> Do we though? Okay, tube top. Two top tank top. <laughs> Spaghetti <Kelly straps>. shirt. <laughs> Can it be mesh in the front, please? And then it, it says it, the thing it, on the back. Literally cannot be. <laughs> I hate everything about this. I don't want to talk A about mesh. So those like 80 shirts that are mesh but also belly shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. In neon green. Do not like this. <laughs> this show is over. <laughs> All right, Zan. Seriously, thank you for coming on tonight, dude. It was a blast. It's yes, been I, long. yeah, it has. Yep. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.